Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Julie Donaldson. Coming off a restful bye week, the Commanders welcome the New York Giants to FedEx Field for a primetime game on Sunday night. With the Week 13 matchup resulting in a tie, Logan Paulson and Fred Smoot joined me to break down how the Commanders can secure a victory in this giant rematch. Uh, taking a look at that, uh, thank you very much, Philadelphia, taking care of things against the New York Giants. Anything, Fred, we can take away from that game and say, okay, this is what we need to continue to do on Sunday Night Football. I Night think Joe. we can take a lot from it because if you look at the New York Giants in their health right now, Saquon Barkley, not healthy, uh, offensive lineman, not healthy. And I don't even have to talk about their wide receivers, the lost men. So at the end of the day, I think we need to take a page out of Philadelphia's book, get up early in office, and then pin these guys down. Yeah, I think one of the things about Philadelphia that really stood out to me is they played a ton of man coverage. You know, obviously they have Slay and Bradbury on the back end that allows you to play man coverage, but they basically said, we don't respect your, your playmakers, yeah, right? Yeah, you don't. And so then that allows you to kind of be more aggressive in terms of allocating more resources to the run, taking away that quarterback running through to Daniel Jones, and they really had no answer for it. So I think if you can, if we can play more man, Benjamin St. Juice getting healthy is going to be a big part of that. I think that's something huge to take out of that game. Uh, we'll see where the health of a lot of guys are once we get back out to practice this week, but we're hoping that the bye week, albeit so late in the season, maybe comes at a great time to try and really close out the season strong because these next four games are going to be pivotal to where Washington ends up um, playing beyond. They also did a pretty good job against Daniel Jones early on. And mm -hmm. actually it was Tyrod Taylor that led them with rushing yards with 40 rushing yards on two carries. What did you see on how, because Daniel, we know Fred, yeah. really hurt Washington a couple of weeks yeah. ago. They spied him early. Like like Logan said, they played man-to-man. -man. When you play man-to-man -man on the outside and take those guys away, it allows you to have a linebacker or a safety to spy Daniel Jones. And like I said, Saquon Barkley out the game early and off the, now you have one guy you got to stop and this number eight and they stopped him and kept him in the pocket. If you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us with, it, with your arm and this something that he proved that he couldn't do yeah, continuously. Yeah, sacked four times. Yeah, and I think another reason these, they were able to get after him so acutely was because they did a great job on first and second down of stopping the run. Yep. They basically said, we're not going to let you get into in the kind of the, these manageable third down situations where Daniel Jones hurts you with his legs, where they can use that keeper attack to kind of get him to the perimeter and make plays running the football. They said, we're going to stop the run, we're going to keep you in third long situations, and that offensive line for the Giants is just not capable of pass protecting in those long situations. So if, if Washington can do that, if they can, they have to earn the right to rush the passer. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Great on first, second down, I think they'll be in a great spot. Yep. Now, Philadelphia rushed for 253 yards, but 192 of those came in the second half. Um, Logan, is that the answer to kind of Wink's pressure in this? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you can keep Wink in those kind of third and fours, mm -hmm. third and shorts, yep. he doesn't like to pressure as much there. It's yeah, been really don't. surprising yep. to see, right? He's, he pressures first and second down, but all of a sudden, you get in that third and four range, and he gets really, really quiet. Yep. I think Philly deserves a ton of credit. They have a very unique running approach with the quarterback, with Sanders, pulling the center, all that kind of stuff. Very unique to them. So, I don't know if there's a lot that Washington take from from them schematically, but from a philosophy standpoint, I think, yes. Yeah, I, th I think what you have to do is overwhelm the Giants. You have to force him, like you say, he doesn't like to blitz on third and short. Yeah. Well, guess what? Keep it third and yeah, short the yeah. whole entire game and force him to do what he doesn't want to do, and that's to play a lot of zone. That stops Thibodeau from rushing the passer. Yeah. That stops Lawrence in the middle. It stops everything that they do. Like I said, if we can get up early and off, it changes everything they do. Sunday Night Football, real quick, how much does that factor in? Because as of late, Washington has won five of their last six, including two this year. I think it's I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I think it'll be a primetime game, playoff atmosphere. Really excited. The Rivera era loves primetime. <laughs> it wasn't always the case. That's yeah, the I said the Rivera, the Rivera era. era. Um, let's hope that that's the case as well, and then you show out for it. There is plenty of Pro Bowl-worthy players on this commander's roster. Logan and Fred shared which players have earned their vote. 
Okay, so like I said, there's a lot of guys on this roster that could very well be deserving. Of course, John Allen making it to his very first Pro Bowl last season, yeah. well on track to trying to make a good case for himself again. Mentioned yeah. Deron Payne. I want you gentlemen to tell me who should go to the Pro Bowl. Logan, let you start. For me, I think it's Terry McLaurin, just to kind of spice up. Obviously, all those guys mentioned deserve to go to the Pro Bowl. They're having outstanding seasons. But Terry, I mean, there's something about him and his ability to just beat a number one corner consistently week in and week out. Yep. Jerry Alexander, Gilmore in, in, in Indianapolis. Those are two of the best guys in the league, and he physically dominated Slay. those guys. Mm -hmm. I know his production isn't there, but for him to come out and perform at that level every single week and be Mr. Consistently, <laughs> be kind of the shining beacon of this offense, he deserves some type of recognition, and the Pro Bowl, I think, is it. So shockingly, you picked the offense. So you know what? <laughs> I, I'm going to go defense, and if the campaign manager for one Montez Sweat, the dog. Oh, that dog, let me tell you like this. First of all, he's top five when it comes to uh, quarterback pressures. Yeah. Uh, he's top ten when it comes to tackle for losses. He's third on this team when it comes to sack. He's been that close to getting 14 sacks. The dog is in <laughs> the building. You don't throw a Pro Bowl party unless you have a bulldog there. So what I'm saying about Montez Sweat, <laughs> and not only did he do it, he's doing it without his running mate playing. Chase Young hasn't yeah. played all year. So on the outside, He's getting all of the attention, and yet that dog's still biting people. Yep. No, no bias at all with that. But <laughs> no of bias. course, look, it's it's easy to make a case for sweat. But then you do have Duran and Payne, uh, Duran Payne and John Allen yeah. as well in the middle. What is the difficulty in both of them making it? Yeah, I think it's tough because I mean, like they're both playing at such a high level. And yeah. usually, like you said, this friend, I think this is a really astute point. Usually, one guy gets to go. Yeah. And so who gets to go? I think it's Allen because Allen was there last year. Yeah. And so you tend to stay a, a year longer than you should. You kind of you're in the club. Yeah. It's really hard for Payne to kind of get in initially, I think. But uh, they're both they both deserve to be in. For no love think, for any safeties. You know what? The safe Cam Curl has played very well. Very well. I just don't think he has the numbers. Because we, we know about this Pro Bowl. Yep. It's a numbers game. And it's also a popularity contest. Yes. Yeah, it, so it maybe Terry McLaurin's name is much more popular before because he's not somebody that just relishes in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. yeah. You need to. Right. You're popular <laughs> here in town. You'd be popular in the country. Pro Bowl it is. Pro Bowl voting ends Thursday, December 15th. So be sure to cast your votes on Commanders.com.